at james.crit.land on the Radio Today podcast and in your favourite podcast app. I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. This week, the Midas Touch. Every quarter, Rajar, the UK's audio measurement company, releases a little piece of research called MIDAS. It probably stands for something, I don't know. But it's a robust piece of research that measures all kinds of interesting things. So here's the new MIDAS Spring 2018 study, which for Australians reading this means quarter one 2018. I get the feeling whenever I read MIDAS studies that they ask a lot more questions than they actually let us see. But here are a few interesting things that jumped out at me when I read it. Firstly, linear radio is not very popular on a smartphone. Out of all audio sources, live radio, they mean linear radio, is number three at 21%, and that's just beaten by digital tracks at 22%, that's my MP3 collection. And Spotify-like services, well, they're at a whopping 39%. Now, I've argued for a while that on a highly interactive device such as a smartphone, an entirely uninteractive thing like a linear radio stream is unlikely to hold much interest. It's why stations like Capital in the UK or Krona Hit in Austria offer a hybrid app which allows you to listen live but to skip the bits you don't like. Smart speakers, very big but not very. We're told that smart speakers are part of the future of radio and that might be the case. 54% of all audio listening on them, says Midas, is to linear radio. 54%, so that's great news. Except in total, the amount of linear radio listened to on smart speakers is just... 2.8%. The television or the mobile phone is almost four times more popular for listening to linear radio. Yes, radio gets its unfair share of listening on a smart speaker, but there are precious few around, and those that do exist aren't replacing radios anytime soon, it seems. Radio is a social experience for younger listeners. If you talk to 15 to 24s, only a third are listening to radio on their own. They're most likely to be listening with colleagues. And in comparison with all radio listeners, they're three times more likely to be listening to the radio with other members of their family. Podcasts aren't a social experience at all. The most popular pastime when listening to a podcast is simply listening to a podcast, relaxing and doing nothing much. People really listen to podcasts. They're far less of a multitasking experience than the radio is. And while 53% of people listen to the radio on their own, that figure rises to 88% of people who listen to podcasts on their own. And this points, I think, to justification why podcasts should be priced differently to radio advertising. They are, it seems, much more valuable. And podcasts are also stable through the day. Usage reaches a high at 8.15am, but use of podcasts remains roughly constant right throughout the day until about 6.15pm. And then after an evening lull, again reaches similar figures at 10 o'clock at night, or as I call it, bedtime. It's a fascinating difference to radio, which starts very high, reaching a peak at 8.15. By 3.15, radio is halved in popularity, and by 8.15, it's halved again. Now, all this data challenges us. A lot of it tells us stuff that we could have guessed anyway. More still, though, comes as a surprise. Now, Rajar could keep this stuff secret and only give it to the radio stations. It's to their credit that they don't, and regular as clockwork publish it on their website. I'm unaware of any other radio research company that releases similar stuff so often, and I'd urge you to take a look. You'll find it at rajar.co.uk. And you'll find my website at james.crid.land, where you can get my weekly newsletter and daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.